Hey, I'm Barry. And I'm Colton. And today on KingCast, we are excited to bring you into our conversation. Don't forget to like, share, and follow us. And let's get started and jump in with today's topic. Hey, this is KingCast, and today we're going to talk about something that maybe you don't hear guys chat about much, and uh, it's called, you know, why do I feel like this? And I'm not talking about physically, like, oh, uh, it's because of the pizza I ate yesterday, mm-hmm. or, you know, maybe my shoulder is sore, f- sore from the hockey game I played last night. Yeah. I'm talking about our ability kind of to feel good just emotionally, to feel content, content. right? Um, you know, Jesus said things like, you know, uh, let not your heart be troubled. He said, my peace I give you. He said that I have spoken unto you that your joy might be full. And so, yeah, we just want to talk about what, 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 what happened to just being content. I'm Barry. And I'm Colton. Yeah. What happened to being content? That's a, a really good question. And, um, I think it probably changes for every generation, maybe. And, um, I'm sure there's things that I do that you didn't do as a youth and think, why did you need that? Um, but I think there, I think we can see unhealthy sides of those two. And, and, and as the culture continues on, um, I see this at the skate park, working in an indoor skate park. I I've literally had this conversation with kids and, and they take them off and they put them in their backpack and, And then I'm like, why did you bring those shoes then? Oh, I just wanted to wear them here. I don't want to get them creased. Because then if if there's a crease in this shoe, it no longer serves its purpose (laughs) in their mind. It's not perfect. it's, it's, It's not perfect. It's lost style. Any YouTuber who's talking about this shoe is look good to their friends because they got to, they think their friends are looking at the they crease think, they literally say that like yeah. i i a kid walked through and i said those are sick shoes yeah but they have a few creases in them i'm like <laughs> who cares it's a shoe like i do Made not walking. care yeah. yeah i so um i see a lot of that that kind of stuff in in the youth ministry um and one thing that just like shook me was a few years back I went to Africa and spent four months there and it was just wild how content they were. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in Western society and culture, but even before I went to Africa, I had these images in my head, poverty, sickness, starving, desert, like, <laughs> like all these images. And I got there and I was like, Wow. This really looks like parts of Canada. This beautiful green grass and trees and 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 sure there's different levels of third world country style things. Right. Um, but when we walked in, when me and five other people walked into a school or a business or whatever, wherever we went, there was so much joy mm-hmm. on these people. And and not fake joy. And not just joy like, oh, wow, we got to see a white funny person. Joy, yeah. Funny joy. Like joy. Like, wow. Um, I've shared this with you before. One lady brought us into her hut mm-hmm. that w- we wouldn't even use as a shed Garden here in shed. Canada. <laughs> yeah. 
She brought us into her hut. She gave us every last bit of food and drink she had. Just because we Happily. were there. Yeah. Happily. Yeah. Comes from the inside. We walked into a schoolyard with 300 kids and they crowded us and went nuts. And then they wanted to sing and dance. And in my mind, I'm thinking, if people walked into a school in Canada, you, you'd be lucky if any kids even looked up off their phones <laughs> or said hi to you or got excited. Mm-hmm. And, and what is that? Yeah. What is that? What's the difference? What's the difference? Yeah. And, you know, and I think a lot of it in, in our culture is comparison, right? Unrealistic expectations. Yeah. Like, always worried what people are going to think of us. I mean, we're generations apart, and but even you were saying when you grew up, you see a difference in the kids. You were more content with, mm-hmm. with life in general. I mean, I look now and think, man, people worry about everything now. Yeah. Everyone is. Yeah, manicured lawns and <laughs> facelifts. Yeah. And what do you think of me? <laughs> and it's and, and, and we've and we've developed this expectations that all have come really f- to me from just media and advertising and things that are saying uh, you're not happy because you don't have this. Mm-hmm. You can't be content yeah. because look what you're missing here. Yeah, and they keep looking to maybe sell you something or to or to give you some other type of lifestyle that yeah. you don't have. Yeah. Uh, you, didn't, you, you, you didn't go on this vacation, so there's no way you can be as happy as these people over here who went on this vacation, yeah. right? Yeah. And then, of course, with social media and everybody trying to paint an image on social yeah. media, I just don't see people content like they used to yeah. be. Because I remember when I s- said to you, we should talk about this. And you're like, well, what area? And I said, well... It just seems different from when I grew up, right? And so we chatted a little, and then you said, yeah, it's even different from when I grew up. Mm-hmm. When I look at the kids now, we just, I mean, we wanted a good running shoe, but we used the good running yeah. shoe because it was there to be used, right? Yeah. yeah. So how would you then, in today's culture, knowing that um, there's a stat that says uh, on an average day, a human uh, sees 3,000 3, ads in a normal day oh yeah and so whether that means you know you're watching a youtube video or or just like you have in your office a picture of a a camera or an old movie like now i'm you know bag of chips laying out on the table (laughs) like whatever it is but how do you then in today's culture navigate through that so that it doesn't have a say on how you feel you not just become a monk and just move to the mountains, <laughs> get rid of all your social media, you know, never walk by a lady's lingerie store in a mall again, <laughs> you know, how do you, yeah. <laughs> how do you realistically do that? How do you look at your neighbors, see what they're driving? <laughs> yeah. And you're okay with your old car and yeah. Yeah. The Bible talks about just being content with such things as you have. And I think it's almost an art. It's kind of like, um, these thoughts, because really f- your feelings come from your thoughts. Mm. So it's like fixing those thoughts. I mean, the Bible talks about thoughts all the time, like Romans 12 too. You can read that in a little bit. Yeah. Right. But, um, but thoughts are the things that produce our feelings. And so comparison always has to do with thinking. Mm. Comparison isn't like a spirit that kind of comes out of the inside of you. Mm-hmm. Comparison is something that's trying to 
infiltrate your thinking to drop it down into your spirit. Mm. And then you become discontent or depressed. I That's, need this thing. I, need this. I want yeah. that thing. And how do you not look at things? No, you. I think you, you can look at things and realize, no, those things aren't as important as people are trying to tell me that they are. Mm-hmm. It's hard when you're young. I mean, those running shoes. Yeah. Right, that jacket. That music you listen that to. Music, yeah, that phone that you're carrying around. Yeah. I mean, that's super important. I grew up young, and there were some of those things that was just really cool to have. Mm-hmm. But the older you get, you realize, well, they didn't really change my life much. I yeah. still am who I am, yeah. whether I had those things or not. Yeah. And there was a lot of things we didn't have because we didn't grow up with a lot of money that other people had, and we were kind of jealous of those things. But when I look back now, it still didn't define who I was. Yeah. And so I think it's sometimes a little bit more long-term thinking. Um, you know, yeah, I might not have the nicest car right now, but I'm going to believe God that I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get a better vehicle eventually and mm-hmm. I'm going to work on these things. But right now I'm just content. Thank you, Lord, that I have what I have. Mm-hmm. The hugest thing the Bible says is be thankful. Yeah. And I think if you can say, Lord, I'm, thank you, I'm thankful for my car, Comparison drops off. Mm. Lord, I'm thankful that I have a roof over my yeah. head. Comparison drops off. Yeah. Lord, I'm thank you that five people came to Africa to share the gospel news with us, and I'll give you the food. Right? Yeah. I'm just, I'm just happy. I'm just thankful. Yeah. Uh, you're looking for ways to be, not repay people, but looking for ways just to be thankful. So yeah, that comparison thing, unrealistic expectations, just boils down to the art of contentment. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, I'm quite a bit older, and I have to work on that yeah. constantly. It's like I have to say, whoa, wait a minute. That's okay. I don't have that. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. I don't have the $3,000 golf clubs. Yeah. I still have the Canadian tire ones for now. <laughs> yeah, I think in um, this is a hard one. Contentment is a hard one, especially in today's atmosphere and culture right now. Oh, Ten months into a world pandemic. Yeah. And, um, something I work through in my own spirit and, and I laugh at and, and wrestle with and <laughs> is, um, thinking how, okay, I'm locked in my house now. I'm told to stay in my house and don't come out, don't come out. <laughs> and I notice inside of myself how much I whine about that and cry and argue and, try to bring logistics into it and how it doesn't make sense and how it doesn't make sense and then i think paul was locked in a prison and he still worshiped Worshiped, yeah still prayed peter and silas sang sang worshiped in in it and i'm like and i'm struggling inside of a inside of a locked in house to like (laughs) press in and go deeper you know so contentment is is hard even besides all the the showy things and the fleeting things that are grabbing for your attention Mm -hmm. um can you be content sitting in your house you don't wake up in the morning and they're mad and they think well i guess i'm just gonna have a mad day yeah right and so they get up right they, 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 they get mad at their spouse to kick the dog on the way out the uh, door and say, <laughs> man, when I get to work, somebody's going to get it. Mm. Rather than thinking, wait a minute, why do I, why do I feel this? Why am I mad? Why, yeah. am I, why am I depressed? Why am I discontent? Yeah, It's got to do with the thoughts I've been thinking. 
and the Bible says change your thoughts, mm -hmm. right? And then feelings will follow, mm -hmm. right? So it's, it, it, it's completely connected, which people nowadays have it the other way around. They have a feeling and then they think according to that feeling yeah. rather than having uh, a feeling and think thoughts contrary to that feeling. If it's a contrary feeling, yeah. not, if you're happy, don't think mad thoughts, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? But yeah. uh, that, that's where I think people get a little bit confused. You have the ability to change your feelings. Yeah. And if you tell people that, they're like, no way. Yeah. You have an ability to change your discontentment and get content. You have the ability to change your fear and bring peace into your life. You mm -hmm. have the, right? It's God on the inside of you that gives yeah. you the strength to be able to do that. And when you understand that it's the Holy Ghost and God on the inside of you, then you begin to change, right? Yeah. In Romans 12, 2 says, Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in His eyes. Right. So it tells you right there, the culture around you is what's making you discontent. Mm. The culture around you is what's making you sad mm -hmm. or depressed yeah. or mad, right? But change that into the Word of God and bring the Word of God into your life. All of a sudden, you can start to change those things. That's really what it says. Don't use that culture to change how yeah. you feel or how you think. Yeah. Use the Word of God to change how you think. It'll change how you feel. Yeah. It just follows that progression all the way. Yeah, and sometimes along. I think now we read the Bible with that mindset of, this is how I feel, so I'm going to yeah. read this and, and make God think or say something that lines up with how I, I feel, feel yeah. rather than reading this and going, actually get rid of all your thoughts and just read this, get into this and believe what I say mm -hmm. and think and feel what I'm saying over. Let them override your personal yeah. thoughts or other thoughts that people have planted in your mind through whichever media they planted it or yeah. just having a conversation with somebody, you know, or a teacher or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like... Let the Bible overrule what you have been taught because mm -hmm. it has no base. Yeah, and this is, I would say, um, I think both of us would say this. This isn't a podcast to say, ignore your feelings. No, they exist and they're there for a purpose. God gave feelings to you to enjoy all of life. Yeah. You know, I can't, I can't, you know, I've been married 38 years. Cheryl's not here, so I hope I'm right. 38 <laughs> years. But if something was to happen to one of us and we were, one of us was to pass away, right? Wouldn't mm. it be kind of weird if I just kind of went on or she just went on life without any feeling about it and never was sad about it? Yeah. <laughs> it would be like, so God, I mean, feelings are important yeah. right? and, and you can't just disregard them. Yeah. I mean, but the, the reason they got created was because of something that happened in your life. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. And so um, we, we're not saying stop feeling, feeling or become numb or even s stop vocalizing how you feel because yeah. it is good mm -hmm. there's there's times in my marriage where my feeling actually isn't right and it doesn't line up with what's going on but being able to voice that to, to a safe person going okay but this is how i feel it then actually goes all right i i can see how you feel that way but then this is what actually is happening. And I go, okay, 
but you you understand how I feel. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay, I hear that, but this is how I need to think and change. Yes, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's good. So it's not about, yeah, denying those or saying don't talk about your feelings or you can't be sick or you can't be mad or you can't. Yeah. <laughs> but like you said at the start, why? Why are you feeling that yeah. way? What what has led you? Is there is there key things that you've allowed in your life that has brought you to the point to now be angry and want to fight that person? Or are there... Or is it legit? I mean, Jesus yeah. overturned the tables in the temple, <laughs> yeah. right? And we know he's never sinned, so yeah. that was legit, right? So there's yeah. some things we can uh, be angry about and sin not. The Bible yeah. says don't let, you know, don't go to bed mad, all those kinds of things. Yeah. And see what God has to say about things, that's when you begin to never stop believing that that things can change. That's when you begin to believe that, you know, things are going to be okay no matter what you're going through. And just like you said, those feelings sometimes are going to take a little bit of time for them to leave. You can't, you know, I, I didn't mean that if I wake up mad and I'm going to just have one happy thought that, that my madness might be gone, but mm-hmm. I will begin yeah. to change that over exactly. the next little bit of time watch it yeah i like what you just said and um this hits close to home for me with um just people that have been have gone through depression suicidal thoughts those kind of things um and, and like you and and i've heard this from those people that i've been discipling or coaching through or just talking with um and you just said it it's not like when i said when I woke up mad that I just said, say one word and it'll be good. But no, we're trying to change the way you think. So in these conversations I've had with people that have struggled with those things, depression, suicide, and a lot of time that is actually the answer or the response I'll get back is, oh, you just think I just have to say this prayer or just say this word and all these suicidal thoughts and this depression will go away. disappear. And no and yes. Yeah. <laughs> no and yes. If no. You, if, yeah, if you if you if you can get into the word enough to understand that you have the power within you to change. Yeah. Yeah, if you're going to feed yourself suicidal, suicidal thoughts, thoughts and death, yeah. and those are going to lead you to die, then wouldn't the opposite just be as true? If you're going to feed yourself with life and health and yeah, and that's those good. kind of thoughts, wouldn't it, isn't it going to bring you life? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we say, you know what? Just concentrate on the one thing. Mm-hmm. I tell people, people say, you know, I need a healing. I said, well, what have you been reading? Well, I'm just reading the Bible. I'm like, no, read the Bible where healing is concerned. Yeah. <laughs> if that's, you know, and forget about the other stuff, right? Yeah. There's a ton of stuff in the Bible. When I first got saved and heard all the different preachers and read all the books, I thought, well, this, I can't make it. Yeah. There's just way too many things for me to change. Yeah. <laughs> it's impossible. I can never fix all these things. And God's like, I remember the Holy Spirit saying, one thing at a time, Barry. Yeah. Just work on one thing at a time. The thing that I bring into your spirit this week, if it takes a month, yeah. if it takes six months, yeah. you can't worry about the other things right now. Yeah. Pay attention to this one thing. Man. And I'm like, wow, okay, that's good, God. I feel like now you're for me and not yeah. against me because sometimes when we hear all this message and words and everything that people mm-hmm. are preaching, you almost feel like God's against you because there's too many things to change. Yeah. And I would, out of that, I would say that's probably one of the, the biggest spots for a Christian to learn to be contempt in. Because mm-hmm. um, I've had this where I'm actually not content in what I'm learning in the Bible or what God is 
speaking to me. <laughs> I, I hear an amazing podcast like this that drops some piece of information and I go, wow, that's good. And it's in my mind. And then I go, but what's the next podcast I have to offer? Yeah. Rather and than... I'm not content sitting in what I've learned, struggling through maybe some things yep. that I have to change about myself. And then you never change. And then I never change. never taken the time to actually part to play. Mm-hmm. Thank Yeah. So today we hope you're uh, doing well. We hope um, you enjoyed this podcast and don't forget to subscribe and click on the like button. Uh, send this out to friends or family that you think would love to hear this. Um, be content today. In whatever you have and wherever you are, um, show that you have joy inside of you. 